0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Kato Kiamia's foot. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open
1: Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hey, my name's Mr. Guy, a.k.a. Andy, and you thought that you were just going to get one Wrestle Kingdom episode? No, we're going to do two. So this is Wrestle Kingdom 2, but it's seventeen. It's at Yokohama.
0: That's right. See, that's our special gift to you a second mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom show. But mind you, that's because that's what they did. So, yeah, we got, we're going to cover the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Pro Wrestling Noah show. Oh my God, it was pretty damn good. Let, let the cat out of the bag right there. Uh, but before we get into that, let's do some professionalism. There are ways people can interact with us and contact us if they so wish. Uh, those are <laughs> uh, voicey or written emails. Ah, oh, never open pod at gmail.com. Interact with us on the Tweety. I, I, my, uh, my phone was blowing up during the, uh, no, new Japan show. So I was, uh, I was sighing because I was at a joint birthday party for my wife and mother-in-law. So I can't be too mad. I had a great time, but uh, everyone was having fun with wrestling except me. Anyway, you can interact with us on the Tweety, never pod. At Never OpenPod. Or you can interact with us uh, individually. I'm at Grumpy Two EB and Mr. Guy is at Drizzler Tweets. We have a Teespring store where you can buy merch. That'll make you look <sighs> at Ever as fuck. There we go.
1: Yeah, I thought you were gonna be professional. You lied. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, before we get too far into this, we do have to mention that, you know, obviously the big Huge thing that happened this week in, you know, uh pro wrestling world is that uh, Jay Briscoe passed away in a car accident. Um, it's terrible. Hey, Absolutely awful. wear a seatbelt. Everybody please wear a seatbelt, please. I yeah. am like a proud seatbelt, like, like seatbelt saved my life once. And if you're in my car, it's not moving until you put your seatbelt on and I'm just, I'm so adamant about that. Please wear a seatbelt folks. I don't understand. But at the same time, it's a terrible tragedy. Now, I, I have a lot of experience seeing uh, Jay Briscoe live many, many times at Ring of Honor. And just last year, I happened to see him live at the Impact or, the, you know, the, both of the Briscoe brothers live there at the Impact show. And I just wanted to say one thing about those guys is that when you <laughs> like, you know, some some wrestlers sometimes like you see them and they're not putting in, you know effort necessarily they're they're on the house show kind of you know to how they're doing everything um that's the briscoes never that's not a thing for them they're like they're like hiromu they're just 100 miles an hour at all times and so like i always say about them they're never good they're like great always like always so it's just shocking and sad and you know it's it's a bummer i'm sad to hear that happen yeah yeah
0: 2023 uh for good or worse has been a wild year so far for wrestling a lot of good stuff but uh yeah that's a man that's fucked. 38 years old that's bullshit
1: yeah and you know i know a lot of people that are in wrestling that are right around that age you know and i know folks that drive across the country by themselves and shit like that all the time and it's just terrifying just please wear a seatbelt folks you know, that's my my message and hopefully the lesson oh. we can learn out of this if there's anything. But, uh, but yeah, they, you know, we'll talk about it. But, you know, the Wrestle Kingdom tribute to Jay Briscoe was incredible. So I can't wait to talk about that.
0: Yeah, agreed. And uh, I don't know how to segue away from that. So uh, I'm just going to say that uh, there's some uh, New, New Japan Tamashi news. Uh, that's the show I'll be going oh. to on February 4th. My fifth wedding anniversary. So. uh Thanks to my loving But uh, they announced uh, Robbie Eagles is going to be there. So that's uh, not a huge shock, but uh, awesome. Cool. Uh, hopefully I, I get a chance to bump into him and hand him a sticker. Uh, uh, Batluck Fale is going to be there. And Aaron Solo. So I was just like, okay, cool. I'm ready for you to, like, look, look just even if it's Giotto, just come on. <laughs>
1: You know, like the next big talent that's going to be announced is going to be Hinare. <laughs> it's going to be somebody like that for you, you know, that yeah. you know is going to be there one way or the other. But it'll be a great show, man. It'll be fun. I agree. And, you know, it's really like there there hasn't been like a ton of New Japan shows in Australia. Right. So coming to these early ones where they're trying to set something new up is kind of a that's kind of cool and historical. So,
0: yeah it's the third one that i've been able to go to some people complaining like oh we don't know the card oh they're only announcing people that, that i already know will probably be there and i'm just like got my ticket i'm happy i'm going on new japan show so whatever <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know I, i'm just like yeah complain what you want i'm going on a fucking new japan show You just fucking get out of here i can't wait it's gonna be fun and uh yeah mm.
1: Yeah, I'll well, sit my so we're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 17, but it's the New Japan versus Noah part, right, Luke? And this takes place yeah. at Yokohama Arena, and that's an indoor arena located in Yokohama, which is in the Kanagawa Perfector in Japan. <laughs> And the capacity is 17,000. Um, it's open in 18, 1989, not 1899. That's different. That's a show that got canceled that I really liked. But uh, the arena was modeled the US, yeah. after the U.S. sports venue, the Madison Square Garden in, in uh, New York City, which is that place that Jay White sold out. Remember that? Remember that time he sold out Madison Square Garden? That was awesome. Oh, All yeah. by himself. Single-handed. It was amazing. All by and himself. It, <laughs> it was tremendous. So I just want to make sure folks remembered that and knew where we were at for the show yep yeah, exactly
0: so now that that's out of the way let's talk about it it is wrestle kingdom 17 new japan versus noah and uh we start off with some pre-show matches we got uh kosai Fujita and rioho iwa versus taishi Ozawa and yotsutaka yano and uh i guess the Noah young lions are they both young lions well they might as well be because they wanted to show us how fun fast they can run out <laughs> and uh you know young lion law everyone listening in case you don't I'll, I'll repeat it uh the young lion that runs out the fastest is losing so, uh, <laughs> if the noah guys are running out faster than the new japan guys that's it that's how the match is going so uh mr andy was like yep the noah guys just ran the fuck out
1: Waiting <laughs> to the ring they can't wait to lose
0: <laughs> Fujita and, ya- and uh, Yano. I'm sorry, I know it's a different Yano, but it's fucking with them brain. I'll call him Yatsutaka. So uh, <laughs> they do some really cool map based stuff. I like, uh, I like that Iwa, as soon as he gets in the ring, he's just right up in their faces like, fuck you, Noah, I'm New Japan. Like, look at me. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty hard fought match, actually. I really liked it. But uh, Fujita brabs the fuck out of Azawa,
1: <laughs> And uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: King of the Brabs.
1: I love this match, Luke. It was awesome. And, and the young lion, Yano, he, I, I called him that motherfucker on Twitter. That guy is crazy. He's just, I, he's just really stiff. And it, it like sets the fucking, you know, like the, the bar for tonight is that what, you know, if you don't know, if you're just a new Japan fan, and you've never watched Noah or not familiar with it. It's a little more stiff than new Japan. It's just a little bit more, you know? And so Uh, you know, it's interesting to see how that weaves its way into all the matches tonight, sometimes uh, in big ways. But, um, I don't know, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, and it was good to see uh, young Lion Yana, who we've seen before. But, uh, before we get to this next match, I do want to mention that we do have Chris, uh, Charlton, and, and you know, Kevin Kelly on the call. That when this like pre show starts, they don't even welcome us. They just like start talking all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> they did that with so. Wrestle Kingdom as well. So, because
1: weird.
0: At, yeah, at the start of Wrestle Kingdom, Kevin, Gino, and Chris just start going into it. And Kevin's like, I'll introduce everybody when the show starts. And then Yeah. yeah.
1: I get it. It's, weird. it's like some it's some kind of like more conversational thing, but it was funny. But the the way the stage setup is, is that they got this like they got the big screen, right? And then they come out, you know, from the side of the inside by the screen, but they also have these like big like led like pillars that look like they've fallen down you know towards the like away from the crowd and those have screens on them so those kind of are video boards which is pretty neat but something else interesting there's a little symbology symbolism whatever you call it because we we see a new japan canvas right it's uh you know but it looks like the ropes or the noah ropes and the uh the actual whatever you call it, the maybe the note ropes aren't, but the actual like poles, the ring posts are the Noah ring because they have a show here the next night. Right. So maybe you're a little absolutely metaphor. correct
0: because they mentioned that a little later that it's Noah ropes. But uh, New Japan, yeah, there
1: you go. It's kind of like a, a little metaphor there. I like that. It's pretty good. But uh, the next match, Luke, is uh, we have Oewa. And TMD member Fujita. Oh, wait, no, we already did that one. Sorry. So professionalism folks. So the next match is um <laughs> oh, and by the way, I did I did do ref ref watch 23. So ref watch 2023, and that is that every I was paying attention to who was ref in each match. The first match was the young New Japan ref. Um, and we get the same yeah. young New Japan ref in this match. So the next match is Oscar Lube and Ishii versus Masakinemiya. And Daike Anaba, all right? I'm going to call him Kitamiya and Anaba. And to me, there's only one Anaba, and it's Karate Lady, okay? So I don't know what this yes, guy is, true. thinks he's doing over here. But <laughs> Kidamiya is basically Ishii with hair. So, like, that's what we've kind of called him throughout, you know, our time seeing him and Noah. So it, they just do the never shit right out of the gate, and it's just him and, yes. and Ishii just pounding on each other. Good. And it's exactly what we want to see. So <laughs> it's great. And then we get Lube and inaba in and and i just want karate lady to be here but she's not there's all kinds of heat on inaba and ishii is mad the karate lady isn't here either and he beats the fuck out of this guy for it so i understand ishii no sells all strikes in this match <laughs> and it's so great <laughs> like every time there's a strike he just acts like it didn't happen and the crowd's like oh fuck this is a full cheering crowd, by the way, and um, it's wonderful. There's a Samoan drop. It just makes Ishi really, really mad, and Lube gets some of his shit in, and he grabs, uh, he grabs, he grabs the fuck out of Kitamiya. It doesn't work, though, of course, and Kitamiya Ami- wins after doing this weird kind of like front drop slam thingy, and Lube uh, kicks out of a brainbuster, but the drop thingy fucks up his leg. So, Lube, oh, then he taps to the Masa Saito Indian deathlock thingy. So, something like that happened. But uh, after the match, did you catch all this shit?
0: Oh, dude, it was awesome. By the way, I, I, I like it. Like, if uh, Oscar and Anaba are in the ring, the crowd was just like, they're at a wrestling show. <laughs> Ishii Ishi and Kidamiya get in the ring. Oh, fuck. It's on, motherfuckers. It's on. Yeah. They tag out, du, 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 du. they <laughs> tag back in. Yeah, fuck each other up. That was awesome. I love that. Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of wish they were in the same company. I, those two men, I'd love to see them wrestle a lot. Uh, I do like that the commentators make a Dikey and Doki uh, joke. Like they should yeah. be, they should wrestle each other. The Dikey versus Doki. Uh, only if Doki wins, uh, that's the only way I'll accept a match <laughs> like that happening. After the match, okay. it is a sitting leg submission thingy that he does, uh, that Kid, Kidamiya does. I don't know what's called either, but uh, Ishii starts a fight with both guys at once after the match. Both of them, <laughs> yeah. are both Inaba yeah. and Kitamiya. So they start fighting him, and uh, Ishii starts going after Kidamiya again. So Kidamiya will just uh, throw him into the fucking railing and just say, get the fuck out of here. We won, we're out of here. And then Ishii follows them up the ramp and starts beating him up. So there's a show coming up that we might talk about later. And if they're going to add a match, um, could they add this match? Uh, Amiya versus Ishii?
1: I, or Ishii versus,
0: versus both those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I don't even care if if it goes Ishii's way or Kid Amiya's way. Who wins that match? Uh, we do. Uh, we do. Yeah. yeah. Well. So... Fuck, yeah. And that's the end of the the pre-show. So, uh, yeah, we get now, to Now, uh,
1: Luke, this is dangerous right here because Dangerous! I, okay, so here's how this had to work for me. I worked open to close Friday, like 9.30, 6.30. I go home. I just try to go to <laughs> sleep as fast as I can, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go to sleep. I got to go to sleep. So I, I finally fall asleep. I wake up at, like, 1.30, 1.45. This started at 2 a.m. for me. So there's like 40 minutes of this of this wrestling, maybe not even that much. And all of a sudden they're like, eh, hey, we got a half hour break. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, because that's that could be dangerous right there. I could fall asleep. You know, No I mean?
0: ads, no video packages, no nothing. It's just... No. It's making me dog
1: it, man. You know, I'm over here raw <laughs> dogging, trying to stay a week. You know, luckily I had uh, I had coffee, so that, that helped, you know. But <laughs> I was like, oh my God.
0: Oh my God, I hope you made that a double. All right, so before the match, oh, before the- any matches even start, uh we're going to... Bring it down another notch. Sorry, everyone. But there is a rather rather wonderful Jay Briscoe tribute by both uh, Pro Wrestling Noah and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Everyone's out. Uh, it doesn't faces. matter what alignment. Yeah, yeah, faces are out. All the faces are out. All the big names and stuff. They're all around the ring. Uh, Tanahashi and uh, Naomichi Marafuji uh, in the middle of the ring, both holding a picture, frame picture of Jay Briscoe. Uh, there's a, I can't remember if they played the theme. I uh, did the after the 10 bell salute. So there's a 10 bell uh, salute for Jay Briscoe and then Bridge uh, for the Scar, boys.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, the theme tune plays for a bit. And I, I've always loved their theme tune. It's kind of very Pantera ish and I like it. And then, yeah, there's some uh, talk in Japanese and uh, it's all lovely. It's all well done.
1: Yeah. It Pretty great, you know, and and maybe better than anybody else did as far as some kind of like tribute to uh, Jay Briscoe on short notice like this. And, you know, having Kevin Kelly there to do the commentary for that kind of makes it a little, you know, more, you know, hard hitting because obviously he's called like a million Briscoe's matches. So anyway, that was like a, a solemn way to start out. But like the best way to honor a wrestler is to fucking wrestle your heart out and have an awesome show where all kinds of cool shit happens. And that's what we fucking get, Luke.
0: Mission accomplished. Let me c- cover the first match because, like, I know how much you love. I love it too. It's a good it's match, your but turn. I think you'll. Yeah, it's my turn anyway. But uh, I'll take the first match. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, Takeshi Segura, Segura uh Mister Bread, uh, Yano, and Hir- Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Gato, El Fantasmo. <laughs> yeah. Now that Yano's not in the King of Pro Wrestling picture, they have got nothing for him. It's obvious, isn't it? They got nothing for Yano right now. So yeah, we got uh, Segura, Kojima, you know, the tag champs for uh, Noah, uh, Yano, and Tanahashi versus Gato, El Fantasma, Kenta, and Naomichi Marufuji. And uh, Tanahashi and Marufuji start us off, and we got uh, Marufuji playing playing heel now. He's uh, he's kind of sort of. Being healed with the uh, Blood Club boys, but he won't he won't do some of their shtick. We get some Kojima and Gato, and uh, Gato goes for the machine gun shops. I'm like, uh, you're about to get it. You're about to get fucking breaded big time, motherfucker. And that's what happens.
1: Breaded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Kojima breaded him big time. <laughs> oh my god, there's a part where uh, El Phantasmo calls a Marafuji to do a back rake, and uh, Marafuji's like, no, 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 no. We don't play that shit. Noah and does a chop instead. <laughs> Man, uh, Segura does a great stalling, s- German, stalling superplex, sorry, on El which is really cool. I like that. Segura is also no selling the purple marble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you won't
0: play it. <laughs> Marifugi, like kicks Yano's pad. Which makes Yano distraught, and then Gato and El take turns stomping on it like it's what? another wrestler, and Yano dives on it to protect it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's the it's the sponsorship that it represents, like they're That's they're right. stomping on the sponsor, and Yano loves money, don't fuck with his money. <laughs> <So.
0: It's, laughs> he eats a gnarly kick into the face by Marufuji for his trouble there, so there's, there's that. Uh, Kenta and Gato well, I want Marufuji to do with too sweet, though, and uh, Gato's tagged in at this point. So you know where this is going. The two sweetest, two sweetest. And they're like, no, no, I'm I mean no, I dickheads. I'm not doing that. Come on, two sweetest, two sweetest. And then Yanni's just like shove, low blow, one, two, three. And Yami picks up the win. I know they I just said they don't really have anything for Yanni to do right now, but yeah. everyone beats Gato Gato. So you <laughs> yeah, know. <that's> yeah.
1: true. <laughs> That match was <laughs> awesome, dude. And it like yeah, okay, it so it, it was pushing forward some some stories so we had the story between the two heavyweight tag teams kenta uh and tanahashi and then you know we add Marufuji to this kind of like mini bullet club story too and i thought it was great he got distracted by kenta trying to get him to two sweet two on the way up the ramp and uh he ran right in the camera and <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> but it was great and like he's like trying to get kenta's trying to get him to sweet him and he he acts like his hand won't like make that form he's like i just i don't know how to do it man sorry so uh and kenta sato ref that match and he is in to ref this next match which listen i don't know why i just fucking love this match i loved it i was just like it it started out slow but then we'll talk about it all right so it's yo versus el desperado all right and I was worried right off the bat because El Desperado, he ran to the ring. But he was running in there because he's pissed off. So I guess that's okay. You know, he didn't, yeah. he didn't jog, jog to the ring. That's the, that's the death knell. But uh, anyway, he's all he's all pissed off, and he's wearing his awesome black and gold gear. Now, Yohei is like uh, – he's recently I, – I thought he was face, but he was heel on the Noah Muda show. So I thought he had turned face recently, but – Maybe he hasn't. I don't know, but he's kind of like a greasy grease ball, and he like it's like heel Rapongi 3K, him and his like tag partner, and they're kind of like party boys or whatever. So um, that's kind of his character.
0: So, so Mr. Andy, are you saying that the uh, Noah show still didn't like the commentators didn't like make it clear to you?
1: <laughs> well, it was in Japanese, so I didn't.
0: Ah, uh, you it watched the Japanese feed, right?
1: I didn't see an option for English, so I just watched the Japanese, which is fine with me. So, um, But uh, anyway, there's all kinds of cravats from Yohei, which made me really happy, and a fake-out dropkick, uh, drop-kick copy in El Desperado. The first dive goes to El Desperado. He gets a tope, Con-hido! but it's Canadian style, which is amazing. So through the ropes. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's, any moment, it's at this moment, though, that El Desperado stops, and he has a thought. And I know exactly what he's thinking. He's thinking, this Yohei guy, he has legs. I can't have that. (laughs) So as we know, all New Japan juniors hate legs. And so he is like, fuck you and your legs. And it is fuck your leg. And it's really good, man, because all of Yohei's offense is very leg-based. So it, it either can't happen or he has to sell the shit out of his leg after he does anything. He does a great job. And they're able to tell this story or whatever without slowing the match down. In fact, it speeds it up, which is just not normal. So I love that. Like, I just, I don't know. I thought the selling was awesome and the little time that they had made it work great. So he hits a a tope caught Hino of his own over the ropes and, uh, you know, sells the shit out of his leg. And there's a pin attempt from Yohei, but it's numero dos, and he has to get to the ropes. They do an amazing exchange where Yohei, he tries double knees, only to be held, like, perfectly midair by El Desperado. And then El Desperado comes right down for a knee breaker, and Yohei counters with some, like, flying move. And it's like, what? <laughs> amazing you know there's an awesome near fall where pinche loco is countered with a rana which is incredible at rana pin which is the original hurricane rana there's a dragon screw though numero dos with the extra stank and he rolls over yohei has to give up i loved that loved it by the way
0: i feel like new japan criteria is like this all right wrestling hopeful what are, you, what, what are your feelings on legs oh i like legs congratulations you're a heavyweight
1: how do you feel about chess yes. oh, i hate them. i hate them. well you're a heavyweight you
0: know yeah that's right uh, i like seeing you Yo- Yo- Yo do the twist of fate as well so that was pretty cool it's a really fast-paced really fun match like i, I know what you mean like it f- feels like the match would have been slower in portions but it never was Always moved to the steady clip. It was great stuff. Uh, yeah, so I don't know much about uh, Yohei at all, but uh, after this match, it doesn't matter whether he's a face or a heel, does it? But, uh, he, he was great. Awesome finish. Great match. Really fast paced. And that leads me to, oh, great, I get the next match. Um, look, there are no bad matches on this card. I like all of them, but I don't have that much to say about the next match. So I apologize if Mr. Andy suddenly goes, what? It's really awesome. I'm sorry, I understand if you love this match, this but is it is fine. the As Masters and Tiger mask versus Alejandro Junta, Miyawaki, and, uh, the, uh, GHC junior champion, Amakasa. And, uh, the main thing I want to mention first, cause this is the first I've heard about it, be it in commentary or news or anything like that. But apparently Hiromu wants an all-star best of the super juniors this year. And, uh, well, if, if, if that's something like that is the way they want to go this year with the uh, Best of Super Juniors, can we get uh, Yohei up in there? I'd like to see another nine or ten matches with him, please, uh, in a row. That'd be great. Thank you. Cheers. Anyway, uh, actually, Amakasa as well, because I really like him yeah. in this match. He, yeah. Great. So there's a, there's also a lot of blue and green going on. So, like, holy shit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like reading a green lantern comic there's like so many so much green everywhere but uh, yeah this match is fine i think my favorite part of it was this cross-legged german on tiger mask by amokasa so he kind of has the legs crossed and then i'm like i don't know how he does it it was fucking awesome uh, and uh, he pins tiger mask not long after that it's, you know he's the ghc junior champion of course he's going over it was fine it was really good, but it made me really want to see more of Amokasa. And it looks like I'm going to get it too with uh, some stuff that's coming out.
1: This uh, this match had a Noah ref for the first time, and uh, just a you know ref watch 2023. Just want to make sure everyone's updated. <laughs> and uh, there is like okay, so I don't know how he did it, but Amakasa he hit a fucking spiral tap Canadian style through the ropes. And if you watch the like video of it, it's like. It's like he just goes stiff and just, like, flies through the air, and it's just bizarre looking. It is so cool. That guy's amazing. Also, I think that's the guy that um, Kevin Kelly and Chris were, like, in love with. They were like, oh, my God, he's so handsome. Like, I think that was the guy. That could have been a different guy. but uh, (laughs) Okay, well, I guess this falls to me, Luke, but you better have some stuff to say about this, too, because this is unbelievable. Okay, so the next match that we're going to have, it's going to be a match. We're going to definitely have a match. It's uh, Makabe, your favorite, uh, and Okada versus Imamura and Kiyomiya. And Kiyomiya is the GHC heavyweight champion, and Okada is the IWGP world heavyweight champion. So this is a big fucking match right here. Now, you know, a little bit of history is that, like, Kiyomiya, like, there's kind of like this hate. Noah has hate for people that are fans of Noah kind of like don't like Noah for the fact that they don't believe Noah's done enough to get Kiyomiya over as like a main face. And part of that's what we always talk about, how there's too many old guys at the top of the card. You know what I mean? So this guy can't break the glass ceiling. Whereas like new Japan fans, such as yourself always whine about Okada being uh, boring and that they never have anything interesting for him to do. So we kind of like, you know, two birds with one stone going on right here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So, what we got here is this is a three-quarter shoot pro wrestling match, All right, That's what this is. So, we get, uh, you know, it's almost real. So, Okada, he doesn't want to face Kiyomiya. So, the other two start. We get, the, you know, which, which is this guy. This guy that looks what did Kevin Kelly say? It looks like Gino if he hung out in the s and club is what he says. And, uh, and then that, that guy is facing Makabe. So that is wild. And uh, we're having a normal match. And uh, Okada tags in. And he's like puts a headlock on uh, the other guy. And Kiyomiya just walks in the ring and starts kicking him. And he stiffs the ever-loving shit out of Okada. Oh now, let's talk God. about this real quick. Okay. So... If you look at it once, you'll be like, oh, my God, he just kicked him in the face. But if you look at it again, you'll see that Okada is feeding his head to Kiyomiya. This is, you know, this is a work shoot type of thing. This is a three-quarter shoot, you know, fight that they go. So what happens is, is that he sniffs the shit out of Okada, for real. He's just like, just blasts him in the head. And it's it's great because he kind of builds up to it, too. He's like kicking him really hard. Okada's ignoring him, ignoring him. and then He's like, you're going to ignore me that much? I'm going to kick you in the face for real. So they engage in a three quarter shoot brawl on the outside. And for a while, there's like a match kind of still happening. And these two guys are like, Okaz bleeding from that first kick. He's got a fucking goose egg showing up on his head, you know, and they just start the <laughs> shit out of each other. I mean, it is, it is like as close to a real fight as you're going to see with two guys that are trying to actually build to a match and it takes like 5 minutes of insane fighting for the ref to finally call for the bell and a chorus of boos rain down that they can that they won't continue you know they won't let him continue okada slams Kiyomiya on the english announcer's table and chris and kelly talk about it for a long time because their monitors broken and yeah, it Kimia is yeah oh, no,
0: no.
1: <laughs> yeah they're they're <laughs> they're crazy this night it kind of all happens right from and i wonder if that's kind of like you know how like they always slam like in WWE, they always slam a guy through the, the you know, the Spanish announce table. Is, it, is the American announce table kind of the same thing? You know, it's kind of, you know what I'm saying, in Japan. So yeah. uh could be. So anyway, <laughs> they, that so. shit was amazing. I love that. Kiyomiya gets on the mic, and he wants a match. And he calls Okada a chicken, basically. <laughs> and Okada's like, what? Would you say, motherfucker? And they start fighting again. And it goes on for quite some time. It's amazing. Okada punches this guy a bunch of times. This guy kicks him and punches Okada. It's insane. Luke, what did you think of the crazy fight? And is this like what I was talking about? Is this the way for Noah to get Kiyomiya over? And a way for uh, New Japan to you know, make uh, Okada interesting?
0: All right. So my last note for this match has me... My, this sentence. I've never seen Okada like this. I dig it. Mm. So uh yeah all right so there's even more history because didn't like didn't these two men akata and kia wrestle at the last show like yeah. one-on-one and akata won so this match starts kia is like all right akata we're champs now let's go and my Maka- and akata's like you ain't shit tags mccabe and get the fuck in there <laughs> now the commentators you have to wrestle,
1: without... wrestle Makabe.
0: <laughs> yeah now that's a fucking insult i would take personally what would I do in that instance? I think Kea Mia answered it for me. <laughs> so the commentator's going on about, like, how that kick started everything. I'm like, nah, you didn't say what I did. There was a Carter going, like, you got to wrestle Makabe, motherfucker. That's what started things, because, uh, you know, Carter's like, kick, kicking him. You're going to break the hold in him No? All right, fine. By the way, fuck you for distracting me. Kicks him right in the face. I'm like, what the? <laughs> And then I've, and then a car does something I've never seen before. He fires up in a way I've never seen, like absolute pissed off, angry, and starts wailing on Kia just wailing all over the place. And uh, I'm going to give props to both Makabe and and Inamura here because apart from maybe a couple pull aparts, they just let the two men fight. Yeah, you're champions. You fucking go for it. You're fighting for our pride. Go, just fucking go for it. And it was awesome. I loved pretty much every second of this. And, uh, it, it made me did, did make me think at the time like oh wow they're gonna set up for a match in the future when is that gonna happen fucking next year Ooh. yeah stay tuned but uh, yeah this was this was awesome I mean I don't think anyone would have minded if uh, Yoshiki Inamura or Togi Makabe got pinned in this match uh, no one would have batted an eyelid that's probably what everybody expected but this is better uh, this makes uh, Kiyomiya look. Fucking awesome. One kick to the face, and uh, he's one of the, uh, the top wrestlers people are talking about right now. So, yeah, the Okada I mean, effect.
1: Look at what he did to Okada. He made Okada lose it. Like, that's – Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only time I've ever seen that is Abushi. Like, Abushi's made Okada lose it before a match, and and that is, like, one of my favorite matches ever, where they just start punching each other in the face – And Okada will stop punching Ibushi, and the crowd starts turning on him. (laughs) It's amazing. So this, you know, we know Okada can be a massive asshole, and this makes him look like such a prick. I love it. It's so great. I don't know. I thought this was amazing, you know, and it's kind of layered, and there's all kinds of cool shit, and uh, we will learn later what's going to happen with this. But uh, incredible.
0: Yeah. All right. So next... You get five singles matches. Oh, oh no, please. That's so, oh, actually, you got the first one. No, no, you did Kimia. I got the first one, cool. All right, and so we, we're gonna do a best of five. I mean, like, I like most of these matches, uh, though all the finishes kind of went how I imagined they would, but that's fine. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's it's, it's, it's it's not important. The matches are all good. So first we start off with Bushi and uh, Tadusuke. And that's how I'm gonna say it. So uh sure. the, there must be a lot of flashing lights, especially from Bushy's mask as well. Long ramp. Bushy's got a hand over his fucking eyes. It looks like he can't see. So uh yeah. Doesn't you don't look quite so cool when in your, in all your gear, Bushy, if it looks like you can't see your way to
1: the room, mate. So okay. tell that to everybody on Muda's retirement show. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so most of this match I'm all Bushy because like I'm like, who's this Jericho looking motherfucker? Who is he? But as the match warms up, I, I get really, really more and more into it. Bushy even starts doing like lariats and throwing fists and stuff. I'm like, what? Man, it, it was really cool. Like uh, I like the finish though, I'm not sure if I really like it or I don't. But the finish is interesting to say the least. All right, so Tadusuke gets blinded by Bushi with the mist, and that doesn't matter. Bushi goes to do something, and then like uh, Taduski just rolls him up. This had a like all right. This the next. I never felt a huge Noah vibe with some of the finishes in the lead up to these singles matches, but two of these singles matches, this this one and at least one other, uh, because the Noah guy goes over. <laughs> A very no finish. It's like, one, two, three, Oh, okay, yeah, all right, we're done. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I still vibe with that. I don't know. I find it very jarring. I still find Okay, I still need to get used to that. But, yes, uh, Tadusuke wins the first match. Poor Bushi can't get a win this weekend. Poor guy.
1: No. Well, but there's yeah. a few things, you know, a few important points not to miss here. One is that there's only one ref that could start you know Congo versus LIJ the first singles match and that is referee Marty Asami chumpy is here Chumpy, so you know that this match was uh ref fairly and you know right down the middle so um <laughs> I I just I thought this is really good I thought it was you know a great yeah. like best of Super Junior style match it was good and like uh There were like one thing I really liked about it was um, it was like very basic psychology, and a lot of these matches were, which is no problem. But um, we'll talk about more like whether we think these are New Japan or NOAA style matches later, I'm sure. But the like the one thing I thought that was pretty neat, and it's like a really nerdy thing is that, like, okay, so you know how like uh, Bushi hits the MX, but to set up the MX, he hits a little mini MX. You know, it's like it's a code breaker, basically, but it's both knees. So it's a little mini MX. And he mini did X. that on Tedeski, Yeah, mini X. And uh, that's what the M stands for. And he, <laughs> and, he and and, T- and Tedesky or however you say his name, he just like bumped like perfect. And it was just like one of the greatest bumps of the night. It was just like, wow, that was awesome. So anyway, I love that. Um, And uh, Chumpy is going to stick around for this next match, right? The, um, You know, we have Hiromu versus Ohara, Hajime Ohara, and we've seen Ohara before, he's got this kind of like skirt looking thing going on, you know, with his gear, and he's kind of like an MMA more style guy, right, so, but Haremu has the craziest entrance gear, Um, was he also wearing that at Wrestle Kingdom, or am I just, I didn't, because it was like, it looks like a beholder from d and d with like a million eyes. It's bizarre. What do you think of that?
0: I feel like we might have mentioned it like I don't know. Have we ever mentioned Flight of the Navigator on our podcast?
1: Oh, because it
0: uh, came out looking like all the little eye that eyeball stalk from uh, <laughs> Flight of the Navigator just covered in. Him.
1: It was weird. Eyeballs. Yes, he was. So um, that was bizarre. But um, Ohara is more like a map based wrestler, I'm pretty sure. And so like he counters Hiromo's speed with holds and like, you know, that kind of thing. And so at the beginning, though, he spams the pin button to troll Marty. So he doesn't like Trump either, which is funny. But or he's just friends with him and wants to, span, wants to fuck with him. But Hiromu <laughs> is a face, and, and that's kind of how it is. All the dynamics is that all of the Congo guys are heels and all of the uh, LIJ guys are faces. And, man, the crowd, you know, I don't think we talked about it before. I, I do want to go back and mention something. I'm sorry that we missed, is that um, when Tiger Mask was pinned, um, the crowd was silent. They were fucking pissed. They did, like, this crowd is, like, really emotional, and I love it. And there's been a couple times where they just either go silent, like, I'm not even looking at that. You can't even make me make a noise, you know, or just losing their minds. And so it starts here a little more where they are really into Hiromu. So they, they do all kinds of crazy moves I've never seen, like a headlock takeover-looking thing that's kind of off to the side into some crazy Zack Sabre Jr. type hold, like, from Ohara. What was that? And then Ohara nopes the apron drop kick and goes for Hiromu's back. And that's kind of what he's trying to do. And a lot of these matches are the guy from Congo is working a hold. You're working a body part. That's kind of what we got here a lot of these matches. So he goes for Hiromu's back. And there is incredible wrestling in here. Hara is like so smooth. And all of his holds take like three steps. You know, it's like, oh, I grab the guy's arm. I tuck it under here. I Then I roll over. Then I move him to this side. And then I got the hold. And that's how like all of them are, and so Hiromu we know is like the man and knows all that shit. So he's rolling around and you know and and doing the the you know whatever the grappling version of bumping for him like so well because it's not just bumping in pro wrestling. It's that you know you got to go where your opponent wants you to go, and and sometimes that doesn't work. We've seen it many many times, you know Yoshihashi. And so like you know it's like one of those <laughs> things where these guys are really meshing well that way. So um Hiromu comes back and gets cut off uh he gets cut off by uh back pain you know and O'Hara immediately stays on him and works the back more it's good it's like he really wants to win there's a lariato for a double down from uh from Hiromu and now it's time for Bouye it's really good they both are selling but Hiromu is selling his ass off and that's another theme of the night is all the LAJ guys got together backstage and were like hey let's show these guys how to sell because, oh, my God, they're all putting the clinic on. <laughs> it's amazing. So awesome poison or awesome, like, uh flosion-type move. And uh there's a crazy, like, angle half-brab thing that barely gets a rope break. It's tremendous. And then, like, Hiromu gets him up, has to struggle, finally gets him, time bomb two, and he wins. And it was not easy. And he was amazing in this match. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of,
0: I really like uh, Hajime Ohara in this match too uh, It's funny you say that because one of my notes is like uh, Ohara is very precise Like he he wants to show off his uh, precision in pulling off moves and uh, grapples and holds and things like that And even strikes and things like, you know So you, you can tell him he's probably got some kind of martial arts background and stuff there too So I really like that and Hiromu uh, could wrestle with anyone and have it be awesome. So he's a, he's a real good counterbalance to pretty much anyone. That's why he has classic feuds with pretty much everyone in the juniors division, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he's just that good. So, yeah, man, I really like this match. I didn't see O'Hara winning. There's no way that uh, the junior champion's losing tonight. But uh, other than that, yeah, that made me believe, though. It was great. It was good stuff. And uh, he, he's, here we go with a match that makes me super happy. <laughs> Which probably spoils the ending for everybody, but it's Sonata versus Manu, uh Manabu Sawyer. So uh, apparently there's a bit of history here. So both men used to be partners. So uh, there's a bit a bit of that, I guess. The crowd's a little, a little a little dead as well. Maybe they see Sawyer as a tag guy and they're just like, fuck Sonata. So I'm like, yeah, I like uh I like the crowd at this place. I love you, Yokohoma. Uh, so they're pushing Sonata during the no-crowd era. Now there's cheering. And they're like, yeah, hey, get out of here. We want that. By this point, I reckon by this point, like they're like, we've seen Hiromu. Now get out of here so we can watch Shin- Shingo, Nakajima, Naito, and Keno. Poor guys. But, uh, yeah. So they used to be tag partners. So I thought this match would be a bit more like, hey, we used to be buddies, but now we're going to fucking mess each other up and have it like a, I don't know, it's so like that time Tamatonga was supposed to be pissed off, but he's having normal matches. I was like, I was hoping to see a bit more like emotion, but it is a Sonata match, so there is that. There's a
1: <laughs> he points at his yeah, ears. So,
0: <laughs> there's a there's a mood assault to the back, and uh then Sonata goes to do the front one. <laughs> uh and Sawyer does what he's supposed to, he puts his knees up. But, uh, but then he sells his legs, but uh, that's okay. But uh, Sonata doesn't really land on his legs. He lands on Sawyer's bloody face. So uh, I guess, uh, hey, Sonata, if you're going to do a move like that, uh, the person who did that to you, that's Osprey, not Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Osprey.
1: Man,
0: you forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that <was> great. <laughs> oh, my God. So it gets really cool near the end, like, you know, but uh, it's obvious that the crowd wants the main event. So they they never kind of quite react to this match the way they've reacted to everything before or since. It's the diva spot, as you told me on the tweet. But uh, Sawyer makes me like him by winning with a standing lariat. It's like this very hard lariat. Sonata goes down, rolls him up. One, two, three, very kind of sudden no ending. But I don't mind because uh, it makes Sonata lose. So it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I I like this match. It's kind of like speed versus power a little bit. But there was that like sticky spot where, you know, maybe dude got KO'd for a second. We're not sure, but they fucking worked through it and it added to the match as good wrestlers will do with something like that, you know, and I just these guys were very smooth together and I thought they did very well. I just didn't care. You know, I was just like, all right, come on. You know, but I did want to mention, as uh, you know, with Ref Watch 2023, is that that match had a, a new ref that we had not seen, a Noah ref that looks just like Ren Narita. So he's like Ren Narita, <laughs> but like a little taller, and so he stays in for this next match, which is kind of these next two matches are the ones we were looking forward to. Um, we got Ren, or excuse me, we have uh, Shingo versus Nakajima, right? And so oh these God. guys are very similar. You know, in, in a lot of ways, that they're kind of like tough guy wrestlers. You know, that's kind of their deal. Where, But Nakajima is like a mix between Shingo and Naito. You know, he is dismissive, he's a prick, and he is real stiff. And he's known for knocking guys out for real. So on accident. <laughs> and, and yes, he you know, is. Com- commentary keeps saying that. They're like, oh, I wonder if he'll knock him out. And I'm like, hey, shut up. But uh, Shingo, he. <laughs> they lock up shingo is not doing a clean rope break though and they both just quickly go for finishers which lets me know these matches are all new japan style matches they just are you know and uh i mean i just they they, like all the beats just go right along with all the new japan strong style matches so maybe i haven't watched enough noah but usually i think their their heavyweight matches are a little different like kind of you know structure wise but uh Nakajima is also clearly excited, like, in kayfabe and in real life for this match. You know, you can tell he's just, like, he always has that shitty grin on his face. But in this match, he's just got a little, you know, corners of those mouth, turns us a little bit up further, you know. So he starts hitting kicks. And Shingo is, like, he remembers what Naito said backstage about, oh, let's show these guys how to sell. And he sells, like, better than I've ever seen him sell. Like, he is out of control. I mean, I this is... This is another clinic. It's even better than what Hiromu did. This is amazing. So, Kick shen, sends Shingo out of the ring, and Nakajima does the Shingo prayer pose to fuck with him. And you know, Shingo's out there barely being able to breathe, and the crowd is amazing. They start, you know, they kind of, they basically start booing Nakajima, um, but they mostly oh, like man. it, you know. You know, there's then there's showtime in every corner, Luke. Every single. <laughs> <laughs> Shingo's like barely able to breathe. It's amazing. Shingo gets some awesome comebacks, of course. And Nakajima tries to get booed by doing a cover twist, but it's more of a like whoa, whoa than a boo, you know. But they go for the boo yay spot. It's really stiff. It's never as fuck. Shingo power. His power's gone though after he's taken all these kicks to the ribs, you know. And he like. He kind of powers up for a pumping bomber, and Nakajima just kicks him in the fucking head. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. There's a bad camera angle on that move, but it, it made it look like he, you know, made contact a little bit. So that was pretty great. Shigo comes back, but gets cut off again with a slap. Sheer vertical spike, but Shigo kicks out. And then the crowd starts chanting. Takagi, Takagi. It's loud as fuck. These guys got the crowd in the palm of their hand. It's everything they do, the crowd's reacting. It's incredible. Shingo catches a kick, then a slap, then he hits Made in Japan out of that. Really, really cool double down. I love that. It's a pumping bomber with a scary bump from Nakajima. Only gets two. Headbutts, half and half suplex, sliding D to the back, last the dragon. Shingo wins tremendous match i love that and you know commentary uh points out that shingo is now fucked and great okan's definitely gonna work his ribs really i'm sure he'll pay extra (laughs) special attention to his ribs and not his gi yeah that's
0: (laughs) uh thought this was never as fuck i love this match it's awesome these two look like they rock each other at various points it's like uh, this match and the following match, uh, Naito Keno, the, the, all four of these men get into this kind of phase of, and we're fucked. And just acting like they are, even when they're, I don't know, you know, they're selling your asses off and stuff. It's just really, really cool shit. Man. And Nakajima has to be the heel in this match. That shit-eating grin on his face, get out of here. That's... <laughs> All he has to do is like just rock Shingo once and flash a stat smile at the crowd, and the crowd's just gonna be like, "Oh fuck you." <laughs> but uh, and that's pretty much what happens. He does this like kind of side thing in the corner, you know, where he's kind of like on his side and kicking him. And he's just like winning.
1: Show, showtime, yeah, that's the show. Yeah,
0: showtime. Show that's what it's all. That's what it's called. Yeah, that was great. This match had me gasp, gasping a few times as, as well. It was fucking stiff, man. It's like the fastest made in Japan ever. And I think it might also be the fastest, last of the dragon ever. He's like, oh, my ribs, bang. See <laughs> <So>, ya. <yeah. laughs>
1: you thought he was calling a spot, but really he was saying, oh, my ribs.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it. Oh, my God. All right, so main event time. We have Tetsuya Naito versus Kano. Kano's pissed off, which is no surprise. But, you know, Naito's going to do Naito things like – uh Take his time, taking his clothes off and all this kind of stuff. There's uh one part early on in the match where Naito's doing tranquilo and Keno double stomps him in the crowd, just goes fuck oh no. Boo boo. So uh easy, easy for uh Keno to play the heel on this. He's like the the strong, serious one It's again you know, and uh Naito's there. Yeah, I'm, whatever. It's almost like the orange Cassidy <laughs> That kind of vibe. Almost. But uh the dude, this match is stiff. It's like Keno's kicks versus Naito's kind of elbow strikes to the head. It's also Naito's fuck your neck the match. So <laughs> Naito's gonna Naito's introducing Keno to the world. Keno, how's your neck, mate? Oh, it looks all right. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck it up all match. I'm gonna elbow it. I'm gonna do DDTs. I'm gonna do gnarly looking neck breakers. I'm going just gonna fuck that neck right up. Kano's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Just like as hard as I can into your chest to the point where like Naito is standing up and is kind of stumbling around and has to like grab the corner and the ropes. Dude, there's a portion of this match where both men are kind of stumbling around. They're all fucked. And Naito's my favorite at that you Know the, the kind of bumbling around. Oh, will he get the move on properly or does it look like a smooth bot? You know, that kind of stuff. I really like that Nito does that. And so these guys are uh, bug it probably because they it's like 25 minutes in. Didn't feel like it by the way. I'm like, really? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, it's like, uh, it's like what I write here. Uh, no one does gassed out selling quite like Nito, and uh, that's a compliment. Because, uh, yeah, this match is gnarly. It's a destino for the win at about 27 minutes. And I loved it. Like, I I feel like I wanted to watch the whole show. But uh, it's the last two matches that I wanted the most. Despi Yohei is a nice little bonus, too. And the Kiyomi Okada stuff is fantastic. But the two main events, Shingo, Nakajima, Naito, and Keno. Fucking amazing and worth the price of admission by themselves. Absolutely fantastic stuff. And after the match, Naito wants to fist bump with Keno, and Keno thinks about it, but he's like, oh, I'm angry, and rolls out. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, what happens after the match, Mr. Guy? And well, also,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, this match was amazing. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was great. The Destino out of midair thing at the end was amazing. <laughs> The the Valencia that was, like, scary as fuck. Now, I this is not a criticism because it, you can't do it because they've already done something absolutely insane on the show with the Okada thing. They can't do that in this match. But I was hoping... Yeah. You know, we, we've seen some pretty gnarly things out of uh, Keno matches, you know, remember that front suplex on the apron off the top rope and shit like that on the January hoping, show. Yeah, know, I was hoping we might get something, you know, kind of like a Wrestle Kingdom type spot. You know, we didn't really get that in this match. We just got a fucking fantastic stiff ass match, which is great. You know, I, they just couldn't do that, you know, which I get. But, you know, after the match, you know, uh, Muda rolls in the ring, you know, and he challenges Naito to his retirement match. But we're but I thought that was the next day. So I was really confused because I thought, oh, didn't you uh, wait? I thought you were t- reti- like already retiring tomorrow in like a tag match with like sting and stuff. And uh, but no, he's retiring again. So he's going to retire again. And Nido's going to face him on February 21st. And Luke, there's other news about that show.
0: There is, uh, but first, like <laughs> I'm explaining this to my wife because uh, Charity's also like, uh, "Wait, because I, I've got the Muda show on, and the, tomorrow's the, you know, the next night's New Japan, and this this night gets announced with uh, Muda's retirement." And Charity's like, "Isn't that tonight? No, 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 that's Great Muda." That's Keiji Mudo. I'm like, uh, and she's like, are they the same person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Keiji Muto uh, great mood a character that he plays. So he's retiring a character. Then he's retiring and He's like, fuck off. <laughs> so that was her reaction to that. But,
1: uh,
0: she's right. I was just like, here's a guy that doesn't really want to quit at all, but his body's made it impossible for him to continue probably. So he's going to milk it for as long as he can. Then he's going to retire. So, yeah, you know, he's probably had a, uh, Terry Funk, like, um, you know, doctor's appointment. It's like I'm going to do a moonsault tonight. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's. Should we should we just mention what the matches are? Yeah. Yeah. Or save for the next episode. Yeah. All right. So I thought. All right, they've done this awesome stuff with Kiermaier and Okada. By the way, Kiermaier almost stole the show, whole show with just one kick to the face. That's it. Yeah. So that was awesome. But you know, February twenty-first, I believe. Will be uh, Keiji Mudo's last love and will main event with the match Tetsuya Naito versus Keiji Mudo. Yep, awesome. I'm, I'm keen for that. Mind you, for me, the main event is uh, Kato Kiyomiya versus Kazuchika Okada. Who wins this match? Oh, we do. Oh, we do. And uh, um, uh, the junior champ from Noah, uh, Amakasa. Sorry if I butchered that. He's going to wrestle Hiromi Takahashi. So you got the junior champs wrestling and the heavies as well. Sweet. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> we also have another kind of thing that happened is that Nasawa, that, that the clown guy, he asked El Desperado to tag with them at Osaka sh- and Osaka show on February 12th. So that's happening as well. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was confused, like I said, about the retirement thing, but I guess, you know, Muda's actual retirement is February 21st and, uh, or right. Yeah. And so he'll face, uh, Naito and that'll be interesting. And, uh, it's great to see. We'll talk more about that show on, uh, you know, on our, uh, new beginning episode, but there's some really cool shit going on with that show. Luke, what did you think of this show overall? Was this Wrestle Kingdom worthy and how's it compare to Wrestle Kingdom regular?
0: Well, I like Wrestle Kingdom regular more. It's just that's the pure New Japan, and that's like that shit's all up in my veins. But this was much better than last year's New Japan versus Noah show. But I think you had to have that show last year in order to have this show this year because, you know, Japan likes its long storytelling and all that kind of stuff. So I think it succeeded. It's even better. You got six singles matches with definitive finishes, too, by the way. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, it was just a fucking incredible show, great atmosphere, awesome vibe, some gnarly matches. I think I feel like both companies delivered big time.
1: Yeah, it was great. And uh I had a lot of fun watching it, you know. Uh, especially I don't know, you know, it's the middle of the night. I was wondering if anybody would be watching. There's lots of people on Twitter and uh me and Ian were cracking jokes back and forth all night, man. It was fun.
0: Yep. So, uh, it was the complete opposite of uh, what I the time I had watching New, New Beginning. Yeah, uh, it was like uh, just tumbleweeds going past the shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nobody cares about being a pro wrestling man, so no. just us, I guess, and not even not even all of us.
0: <laughs> well, Everyone uh, fucking Luke, voted for that match and then no one
1: watches it. God damn it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you know, nobody's probably more pissed about that than uh, the people that were in it, but. But, Luke, uh, last time we had an episode, which I'm sure everyone who's listening to this listened to, it was called Never Realm 17, I believe, 15, 17, one of them. And we talked about a discovery you made on the New Japan Tokon shop. What was that?
0: All right. So if you're a member, if you're a member of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling or something, pay an annual fee or whatever the fuck, you get all these little bonuses. So I get this email, like I do all the time, about – Freaking pro-wrestling diaries. And I'm like, what are these? Are these just diaries with pro-wrestlers on them? And it's a bit weird. It's already January. Are they these on special? No, no, no. These are actual diary entries by wrestlers. And we made fun of. They're just All we could access was the titles. That's all we could access. So we couldn't access anything else. But we made fun of the titles because they were really funny. Anyway, uh, Jay, who uh, interacts with us a lot on the Tweety, was nice enough to be like, hey, I have access to those. And I'm like, instant Yoshihashi? And she sent us the latest <laughs> Yoshihashi. And it is amazing. Here it is Yoshihashi's diary entry. This is episode 160. Holy fuck.
1: Luke, can you describe oh, for us the photo? There's a photo that goes along with this, though. And it is just. I, I just, it is just amazing. Yeah. Tell so us what
0: this is ep- this episode 160. So I'm just like, no one read 159 of these, right? No, no one, not even Yoshihashi fans, of which I am one. And I'm just about to rag on him big time. But it's Yoshihashi. He's standing in a cobblestoned alleyway. He's in like, you, got sneakers, jeans. He's got like a check check shirt on and a puffy jacket and a beanie. With a, a, a bag him. strapped to him. And he's by himself. And this is January 4th. This is titled January 4th, 2022. And even it's though It's a
1: day of Wrestle Kingdom.
0: He wrote January 4th, 2022, even though like the year is now 2023. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. All right. Here we go. I'm not going to do funny voices. I'm just going to read this diary. Right. The year is now 2023. Happy New Year to you all. I look forward to working hard again this year. At the end of the year, I couldn't do any major cleaning, and I only managed to clean the exhaust fan, air conditioner, and lightly removed dirt around the deck and front door with a karcher. I'm going to start cleaning up now that the New Year is here. On New Year's Eve, I finished shopping for the food I needed for New Year's Day in the afternoon, and I was ready for New Year's Eve. God, that's Rippity. absorbing. What did you clean Rippity. shit? you fucking did some spring cleaning get, get the fuck.
1: Very i'm quite
0: particular this is if you're a member of the thing right like by the way if jay doesn't mind if anyone else wants to hear other diary entries for other wrestlers and stuff we can do that if there's not too much wrestling coming all right i'm quite particular about new year's eve sober and every year i go to a sober noodle shop to buy fresh noodles Fresh noodles are far superior to dried noodles. I used to change shops every year in order to find better soba, as the taste and texture varies a lot from shop to shop. But recently, I have settled on one sober shop I like and buy it there every year. Recently? Every year? What, what do you mean? Like, recently is five years? I, I don't know what he means. Anyway, I always prepare and eat my New Year's Eve soba around 11 a.m. Man, it's a party animal. I usually try not to to eat anything two hours before bedtime but New Year's Eve's soba is special I boil fresh noodles mix them with homemade dashi stock and the sauce that comes with it and have them with prawn tempura and spring onions so on New Year's Eve
1: yeah (laughs) and he doesn't eat two hours before bed why? because he poops his pants
0: Uh, uh, he poops yeah I don't know a loose explosion in his dreams a wet (laughs) loose explosion (laughs) so on new year's eve i eat tempura just before going to bed and the next morning i have an iffy stomach on new year's day we have otsetsu, otsetsu and zoni in the morning when i was a child at my parents house a lot of dashi stock was prepared ahead of time for several days after new year's day we continued to eat zoni and i disliked zoni a little it takes a lot of time and effort to make the soup from Benito stock, but it tastes as good as the time and effort that gets put into it. We stew carrots, shiitake mushrooms, chicken and Chinese cabbage in the broth, and decorate it with kombu, boiled spinach, yuzu, mitsuba before eating. I enjoyed it again this year, and then there's a photo of it and I'm like, oh cool, you want this guy. Does not look a
1: photo
0: of your it food. Does
1: not... It doesn't look cooked either. It looks like he just sliced up cold vegetables and threw them in some water and took a picture of
0: it. Yeah. The carrots don't look boiled through. Anyway, speaking of New Year's, it's time for Hats Mode, New Year's visit to a shrine. Every year, I try to go there, but the long queues break my heart, and I usually worship (laughs) a little from a distance, draw fortune, and leave. Breaks my heart that the god I want to worship is worshipped by too many other people. Get out What the fuck? This year, too. I went on the evening of the 1st to see if it would be less busy. You went there on a public holiday to see it? No, never anyway. I went there thinking it would be free on the evening of the 1st, but it was still crowded. So I worshipped from a distance and drew on on my umikuji fortune at a shrine near my parents' house. They gave out free Amazaki when you went to visit New Year's Day, and I really look forward to drinking it. And today is finally the day. And in the last paragraph, he talks about anything we might give a shit about. Well, today is finally the day of the Tokyo Dome. Oh, okay! All right, cool. Right near the end, all right, cool. Last year before the match, I chugged two energy drinks in one gulp to get into the mood, but I got dizzy before the match and almost collapsed, so this year I think I'll keep it to one. Gojo-san also drinks about three real golden energy drinks before matches at big venues. The entrance ramp in the Tokyo Dome is a special place where you can feel the atmosphere. I'm going to walk down that ramp today and bring back the belt with all sorts of feelings. (laughs) That's it. Nothing else. That was episode 160 (laughs) of a diary entry series called instant Yoshihashi. Didn't sound instant. It sounds like he prepares his fucking noodles for hours. That's not instant at all. It took him fucking days or something. What is this? Like, I love you, New Japan. And I like, you Yoshihashi, but that was fucking boring, dude. That is the most. What? All right. What did you expect? <laughs> Who's got the most I boring mean... diary? Do you reckon anyone could out boring uh, Yoshihashi's diary? Because oh. I reckon it, uh, Dignity by Show. Oh, sorry, not Show Yo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: D- that's gonna be rough too. And maybe the most depressing one would be the Diary of an Alcoholic by Kanemaru.
1: <laughs> That'll be fun, at least, you know. He'll probably have some self-deprecating humor, but yeah, Yoshihashi's boring as fuck. And like, I, I just and it's then he's like, oh yeah. more of those. And he says that Goto drinks three energy drinks before a match. You can't tell. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would happen if he didn't drink those? I mean, like, come on. So. Anyway, that was that was something else. We are welcome. Those uh, more of those are certainly welcome. Um hopefully we'll find one that's a little more entertaining next time than we don't just have to make fun of that we could It it would be on entertaining on its own, you know, it'd be nice. So. Yeah. Man, that
0: was fucking terrible. And I did pre-read this for the show. So I knew it would be bad, but it was absolutely hilarious to read. I do appreciate Jay uh sending me that. And uh if she does <laughs> Doesn't mind sending us uh, one every now and again. We'd appreciate it. It would be a, a blast. Uh, I don't need any of the other 159 Yoshihashi instant diary sessions though. No, they're bad.
1: Yeah, he's boring. He stands in a in a alley and looks at you. You know that's what he does. So, uh, he's got anyway, no coach. one to par- party with on New Year's Eve. Even Goto was busy. With that? Yeah, I mean. we Yoshihashi's got a little something there that he's hiding too, so it's it's shocking that <laughs> he could he couldn't find someone to hang out with on on News <laughs> Eve. So anyway, but uh, listen to old episodes of our podcast if you're a new listener to hear about our Yoshihashi jokes. So because uh, we got a few of them.
0: There's uh, there's many, uh, and and <laughs> but yes, thank you everyone for listening to our New Japan versus Noah Wrestle Kingdom show. It was fun to watch, fun to record, and I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, who, I don't know, who in-gator we trust? That soup was not cooked.